0: We're doing a sequel, we're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. Negative possibilities are multiplying as we speak. I'm sure I made a payment if it's about that balance check. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.
1: Any decent lawyer can argue this easily. And by decent, I mean honest. Someone from here. Someone with a podcast that an Indiana judge will respect. Hello, welcome to Where's the Damn Sequel? The podcast about movies that uh, that I have seen five times in the course of three years for some reason. And have a, an enormous amount of affection for. But don't have a sequel. But don't have a sequel. Shane Kelly is here. Good afternoon. He's back, back, back on the show. Welcome back. And we're here to talk about the 2014 David Dobkin masterpiece, The Judge, starring a man who cannot pronounce the word judge, Academy Award winner Robert Duvall. Um, This is a film that, uh, it's kind of a miracle that it exists. It is one of these very last sort of era of expensive studio dramas, um... That came out five years ago, and I feel like it could not be made today. I think the closest thing Mm. that we have in this year is probably, like, Motherless Brooklyn. Um, It's, like, a very strange film. It's, like, this J. Edgar, sort of, these Clint Eastwood movies. They kind of... Like, all of this stuff is just TV now. This stuff is just TV now. Like, The Judge is a miniseries now. Yeah. And the fact The Judge is a film is what makes it so much fun, because it's two and a half hours long, and it's just... Subplot so upon subplot so upon subplot, so and it, that, none of that would be as silly and as enjoyable if it were television, because it wouldn't feel as oh, it'd be so boring. incredibly jarring. Yeah. It would be boring, be boring. having <laughs> to, having to fit it all into two and a half hours is the miracle. Yeah, especially the fact that this is not based on a book. That this is like they chose to put all of this into the film. Like if this was based on a book, you'd understand that like oh yes, the the judge had to you know they had to fit in the thing about the daughter and yada yada mm. yada. No. They, the wrote this, they wrote this screenplay originally and they just got stuck with it. So, this film was written by Bill Dubuque. Bill Dubuque has written four films. No, he's written three films in a TV series. Okay. I'd like you to guess what these are. Oh, I need a hint. Um, stuff that we've watched. We've watched all of this together. <laughs> all of these things. I'd say two films in a TV series because one of the films, films we haven't seen. Okay. So, one yeah. of them is The Judge. Yeah. Okay. So they're, it's similar, similar stuff. It's like weird Warner Brothers, dark adult male yeah. stuff that okay. no one would pay for. Like just kind of real people drama kind of thing? Like No. No? No, the, the other stuff has more crime element. Oh, what I mean it's not like more supernatural stuff. It's no, like no, no, yeah, they just... they're all real, but yeah. they're, these other ones have more sort of crime okay. action element. No, hmm. These are not, not going to good enough clues. No, none of This sight. is not fun at all. Okay, so he wrote the film The Accountant. And ah! He, and he wrote the Netflix original series Ozark. Okay. I didn't... And he I wrote, it, and, and, and of he wrote The Judge. And I think I can... That's... That, it makes sense. That's an oddly consistent... It makes sense, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. And he, also wrote, fl- and he also
1: wrote a film called A Family Man, which stars Gerard Butler, Alison Bree, and Willem Dafoe, and I need to watch as soon as possible. <laughs> um... I think that there's links between all of those things. Do we do an accountant episode? No, we will someday. okay. We will someday. Yeah. The accountant's not as interesting as the judge. I think the judge... Yeah, is, ju- the judge is more layers. The judge is more la- well, The judge is good because the judge sounds boring, but it's actually yeah. crazy. Whereas the accountant sounds crazy and it's actually boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the judge... As directed by David Dobkin, the uh, famous director of uh, *Fred Claus*, mm. and uh, stars uh, is produced by and stars Robert Downey Jr. as a lawyer who has to go back to his small town in Indiana because his mother has died, and while he is there, he finds out that his father is a is a suspect in a, in a sort of manslaughter. Involuntary Involuntary, manslaughter, Potential Murder murder case Um, Somebody died Someone died And as a result Of like a hit and run And the father Is this old Cranky judge Played by Robert Duvall And he's very He's like the He's old law And Robert Downey Jr. Is like new Fast talking Cool law And they have a lot Of personal conflict In their Father son relationship And in the the Legal side of things Mm -hmm. And Robert Duvall Is Kind of a little bit On the Dementia side of things and this is going to be an issue because if the judge is found to have been judging while his mental health is deteriorating, well, that means that his cases will all have to be retried. Yeah. Because his uh, he was unfit. Be, he's, he's unfit to he's be unfit a judge. judge. So <laughs> they've got to hide his dementia <coughs> while also saying that he can't remember the incident. Yeah. Which um, that is the least interesting plot in the film. More that's, interesting. That's the main plot. It's like the main that's plot, what, yeah. but everything else is more interesting. Okay. So uh we're we probably have, going after have mind remind me of We moment. have a couple of exciting other things going on here. So Robert Downey Jr. had a girlfriend when he was in high school. Mm. He. Um... I really like her. <laughs> what? I don't know. She's great. Vera you No, she's just the character. The character. I like is the character. character. So if you plays like his girlfriend from high school. She. They meet up again. After he has uh, met her. And hit on and possibly slept with her teenage daughter. Yeah, in a bar. In a bar. She's the bartender. She may be like eighteen. I don't know what age she's meant to be because Robert Downey Jr. is in his forties, but um, his fifties. <laughs> so I'm not sure what age she's meant to be. It's questionable. Yeah. So he then finds out that this girl might actually might actually be his daughter. Yeah. Because of the timing of when she was conceived. Yeah. Uh, so there's a concern there that he has maybe committed um some incest. sort of incest. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have a situation where. Um, The brother, there's a few brothers, two brothers. There's Vincent D'Onofrio and Jeremy Strong. And Jeremy Strong plays... He plays the younger brother who is, let's say, mentally handicapped in some some extent and is a guy who uses a Super 8 camera to capture footage of all the family drama. And he's walking around with his little camera filming lots of things. And then this reaches a tense point when he puts on some of his old projected footage and it reveals. Robert Duvall getting chemo. Robert Duvall getting chemo, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because he's playing chess. Right. And that's the whole. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah. he has cancer. And he didn't want. I think the family didn't know. Yes, and they yes, all yes. saw this. So he, like, goes, turn it off, turn it off. Fast and, and he goes you can't fast forward through it it's film and then he smashes it and oh Jerry and like every 20 minutes cried. in this film somebody there's a has screaming like a, there's a shouting around yeah. yeah I think the best one takes place during a tornado yeah, <laughs> yeah. when Duval and Danny oh the are, out, are out in the are out in the storm yelling at each other while there's stuff being ripped around in the background and like yeah. it really is absurd how you have to turn like a family melodrama into like a fucking blockbuster with all this stupid action yeah. like it's a film about a fucking judge there's no need for all of this um, uh, should we every five minutes in this podcast just shout we something should, we should yeah. not in this house um, Dax Shepard is in not this in this in house H- Dax Shepard shows up as basically Cousin Greg from Succession he is a hapless goober who oh, is vomiting yeah. constantly <laughs> and is terrified of everything he's just basically he's the, he's the lawyer. he's the lawyer the judge the hires the judge hires instead of Robert Henry Jr yeah. and then Robert Jr is like this guy's useless I'm doing yeah. this myself um, Dax Shepard's great. Dax Shepard is, is, hosts a, a special feature on the Blu-ray called like, Going Deep with Dax Shepard oh, really? where he interviews all the actors and the director and the screenwriter oh. about the judge and it's hilarious because he's a great interviewer. He has a podcast that's really <gasps> good. Um, so that stuff is hilarious. Dax Shepard's really good in this film. Um, and then finally, we've forgotten to mention the big boy himself who I constantly forget is in this film. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob. Billy Bob is the villain of the film. Big Boy Billy Bob. Big Boy Billy. plays the opposition lawyer who's trying to convict the judge. And he He does a good job of making I like him. He does Big Bob. He, he does a Billy Bob Thornton performance, you know. Yeah. He's just like doing his Billy Bob shit. But then it's interesting because he's in this TV show now called Goliath, which has been yeah. on for three years, where he plays this exact character. Yeah. And I always wonder, like, is Goliath literally just inspired by the judge? Were they just like, oh, he could play a nasty lawyer in a small town? That's the thing. He's like... Because it's kind of... He's kind of not that nasty in the judge. He is, but he isn't. I mean, he he's kind of right. yeah. That's the thing. Like we're invested in the judge because of the family situation. Like but he's kind of he's kinda... objectively the judge is a bad guy. Like the judge is a. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. is The is like... judge is an asshole, and Robert Downey Jr. is an asshole too. Like they're not nice people. Yeah, like Billy Bob Thornton is set up as like the antagonist. Yeah, but he's he's kind of everything he does is justified. It's not yeah. like Billy Bob Thornton is like I'm gonna get you, old man. Like he's like. No, he's like pursuing the law. Yeah, he's like, you, you kill someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to put you in jail. And then, That's how it works. My favorite scene in the film is... My favorite scene in the film has got to be when Robert Duval shits himself. <laughs> Academy Award winner, Robert Duval shits himself and his son goes into the shower or goes into the bathtub with him and like washes him down and the daughter knocks on the door and is like
0: can i come in
1: and they're like no Hello, honey it's dirty in here <laughs> it's a very funny scene yeah and then as soon as they come out robert Duvall takes her for ice cream i think the relationship between the daughter i think first of all i think the daughter in this film is very charming yeah i find her like one of the less annoying child actors uh, in this kind of film. There's not too much of her in it either. Not too much of her. I think she's fine. What's her name? She's not even credited. Oh God, she's not even credited. Oh. Um, I think she's actually very... Oh, Emma Tremblay. Oh, she must be related to Jacob Tremblay. Probably is. She's very good in this, but there's, I think this relationship between her and the judge is actually very charming. Um, He... He's like such a mean, rude bastard, you know. Yeah. He's like get out of house, and then the and then and then the daughter comes to stay. And Robert Downey is like, now I just need to warn you, your grandfather's not a very nice man. And then as soon as the grandfather comes out, he's like, hey kid, want to go for ice cream? And you're like, oh, he's actually lovely. Yeah, like, he's good with kids. And I think it's a very easy screenwriting trick to be like, we're going to make this mean man good with kids to yep. redeem him. But it works because he's actually quite likable when he's dealing with the daughter. Um, I think that's a fairly realistic character trait yeah it is say. it is That's like, he's like, like he doesn't actually. like his kids he doesn't like his son but he likes his he gets on well with the disabled son yeah like the Jeremy Strong guy and him are quite close and then he he's nice to the the granddaughter as well um so anyway basically the film ends with uh the film ends with with uh Robert Downey and Robert Duval going out in a rowboat mm. and Robert Duval dies yeah Because he's like old and has cancer and shit. Yeah. And the flag over the courthouse flies at half mast in honor of the judge. Hank, the Robert Downey Jr. character, visits the courthouse while the Bonnie Vare song, uh, what's it called? Um, It's a good song. Uh, That's skinny love. Holocene. Uh, the Bonnie Vera song Holocene plays while the judge uh, while Robert Downey spins the judge's chair and looks over the courtroom that will in future belong to him. Yeah. And then it, we cut to credits and they play a Willie Nelson version of Cole Plays The Scientist. And the film yeah. just, the film just comes full circle. Hmm. We should also mention that uh, Thomas Newman did the score for this. And the score is really, really great. Like it's really good. It's very good. Like OG Thomas Newman. Like it sounds like kind of Nemo. It sounds like the newsroom it's my kind of score. Yeah. Um in the, there are scenes in this film that are so absolutely saccharine and there's a scene of Robert Downey Jr. cycling down the road with his hands in the air. Yeah. Wearing a fucking Iron Maiden long sleeve t shirt from when he was 18. There's yeah. also a, a deleted scene on the Blu ray. I watched all the deleted scenes last year. Okay. There's a scene where uh, Robert Downey Jr. spends 10 minutes looking for his old band t shirts in his house and trying them all on in the mirror. And it goes on for like eight or nine minutes. And it is the most narcissistic fucking thing I've ever seen. This film was like produced and paid for by him and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> it is so babe. Oh and um there's just a couple of scenes like that where you're just like wait what what's happening um there's also a scene where they go to visit the mother of the victim of the crime but like, we don't care about the crime we care about the family the yeah exactly interesting the crime isn't interesting, the but... crime is not the interesting thing. there's also stuff at the start where we see the judge and his wife in their house okay and not sorry the robert downey and his wife in the oh house, yeah, yeah and the wife and had like cheated on. the wife had cheated on and all this now this brings us to a different film there's a film called This Is Where I Leave You, okay? <laughs> right. So the judge was released, the judge was released on October 10th, 2014, okay? There is a film called This Is Where I Leave You, that was released on uh, September 19th, 2014. It's about three weeks earlier, okay. okay? This is the poster for This Is Where I Leave You. Do the outfits and color scheme look familiar at all to you? It is almost indistinguishable from the judge. This Is Where I Leave You is basically, like, The Judge too, and it's yeah. very bizarre. Okay, I haven't seen this before. So, this Is Where I Leave You is a film that stars Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Adam Driver, Rose Byrne, Corey Stoll, Catherine Hahn, Timothy Oliphant, Jane Fonda, and Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard plays the same character in both of these films, except in this film, he is the guy that Jason Bateman's wife cheats on him with in the opening scene. Jason Bateman also plays, like, the same exact character as Robert Downey Jr., Yeah. In this film, his wife cheats on him with Dax Shepard. Okay. Then, Jason Bateman's father dies, and he has to go back to his small town, where he meets up with his childhood sweetheart... (sighs) Connie Britton. Rose Byrne. Oh, no. Connie Britton is married to Adam Driver in this. Oh, I just saw Connie Britton. Um, No, I I don't know. Connie Britton's married to Adam Driver in this. And they have to sit around the house arguing about all the father-son conflict and all this, and Jane Fonda's the mother. Now, these films are, like, almost the same film. They came out a month apart. They were both produced by... Um, Warner Brothers the only real difference is that This Is Where I Leave You is like super Jewish and is all based around like Sitting Shiva and all of this Mm. Jewish stuff and there's like a rabbi character in it and all this but it's directed by Sean Levy who did Night at the Museum The Judge is directed by David Dobkin who did Fred Claus they're two (laughs) sentimental family dramas and honestly I can barely tell them apart The Judge is like kind of like 20% better Yeah. but they're very similar films and it is very funny to me that they came out exactly the same time, and now I don't think a film like either of them could ever be released ever again. It's really weird. It's a really weird one. Sure is. So, the Judge sequel. The Judge sequel. Right. Well, the Judge is dead. The Judge is so dead. So now Robert Downey Jr. has to be the Judge. Yeah. So, Robert Downey Jr. is the Judge in He's the judge moved jail. back to a small town. He's moved back to... Well, now he lives in the small town. He probably marries your one. He's married to your one. So now we need a crime that's going to trigger he a plot. He killed someone. No, that's... No. No. What if uh, um, the brother, the Jeremy Strong, kills somebody? Yeah. Maybe not killed somebody, but... What if he... Bank, you know? what, no, he has to do something by accident. He, he records a crime happening. He records a crime happening. On, it's on like, his camera. Yes, it's going to be like Rear Window. Or... Yeah, Rear Window. Yes. Okay. okay. He reco- Or Blow Up. He, can- he records a crime happening on his camera. Yeah. But he refuses to give over the footage. Because it's... He, he records the other brother doing something. Yes, he records Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. committing a crime. Okay. And then they are, like, on the run. Yeah. I think it's good if they go on the run. They have to get out of the town. The yeah, town has been yeah. done. Okay. So the three of them go on the run, but Robert Downey Jr. is like, I cannot protect you guys. I don't know. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. is, or is he, does he not know He has this? a moral conflict because he knows they're guilty, but he's judging in the case. No, he, so he wouldn't oh, judge judging, in the case. Yeah, he wouldn't be judging in the case. because yeah, Let's the pretend just, he is. Let's pretend uh, he is. All right. Okay, yeah. we need to have a new nasty lawyer... Not Billy Bob. ...in this show, who's going to be played by Matthew McFighton, Tom from Succession. And he is going to be a fucking smartass who comes from New York, and it's... Oh, I don't know. See, there's better actors, like... Yeah. Like, Alec Baldwin could be in this. Yeah. Alec Baldwin could be in everything. He could be a cousin. He could be a cousin. Oh, maybe he gets killed by Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, he could be the other oh. Uh Will his... Well, possible daughter return. Yeah, maybe she has to come back. She's the great. The young daughter or the, the one her. he got Oh, both. Them, both. We love she them. was going to law school. We love them both. So she could come back as oh, a lawyer. Oh, she could come back as a lawyer. She was going oh, to law school. Yes, female lawyer. Girls, female lawyer. Girls can be lawyers too. Yes. Yes, I approve of that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, well, there you go. And give, give her a love interest in... Fucking... No. It's like 20 years later, and she gets with Robert Downey's younger. No, because that'd be weird. Because Robert Downey would be married to Um, yeah. Never mind. That'd be well. It would be it would be legal incest, but not blood incest. Yeah. No. Well, like kind of. Also, but the issue is that there's a what fifteen-year-old gap. Thirteen-year-old. He's her uncle. He's her uncle. Yeah, because the brother is no. She's not anyone. Oh wait! Oh wait! She's Vincent Jaffrey's daughter. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Oh, I forgot that. He's got with his niece. No one's listening to this. No. This film cost fifty million and it made eighty four. Ah failure. Failure. <laughs> Opening weekend opened in fifth place. <laughs> oh my days. Okay. Oh, box office game. Okay. What are we hitting twenty fourteen? Um October twenty fourteen. October tenth to twelfth, twenty fourteen. Winter of twenty fourteen was an interesting time for films because really the only thing I cared about was a little film called Interstellar. Interstellar. Number one this weekend is oh it's a fucking it's like a I don't know what it... I don't know how to describe this it's really good it's by a really good director it's got a big star it's a drama it's sort of similar to The Judge in that like they don't make these. This was 20- twenty fourteen. Was the last year this shit got made. Like, okay, this is really good. It's, it's very. kind of book. a sincere drama. Like. No, not sincere. Not sincere. It's, it's sincere. a very cynical drama. It's a very based on a very, very, very successful book. It is a murder sort of thing. It's not a mis- It's sort of a mystery. A it's a thriller. One of the big boys directed it. Like one of the big directors in Hollywood. Okay, like, and it's murder. It's murder, and it has like a male and a female. The main star is based on a very, very famous book. Uh, 2014. No, I should know this. I know 2014. <sighs> it's really good. Yeah, I know. It's a good movie. Fuck. David Fincher. Oh, Girl on the Train. No, no. David, no, David Fincher did not make The Girl on the Train. No, fucking Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Gone Girl, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of associate the <laughs> two. Number two. Yeah, number two is. Number two was kind of meant to be part of the Dark Universe. It is sort of a pre-dark universe film. It is like one of the guys that would have ended up being in the dark universe movies. Is it Russell Crowe? No. No. It's and it's, it's one of those films. Like it's not just the actor. It's it's oh. like it is a dark. It is a universal monster fantasy. Not the Mummy. No, it was before oh, the Mummy. Before the Mummy. Oh. Um, Why does your phone keep going off? Sorry. We're recording a podcast. This is insufferable. Ah, uh, It's know. about like one of the famous monsters, like. The other guy. This film is called Dracula Untold. Oh, I. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. (sighs) Okay. Number three is a family comedy um, with Steve Carell and has a really long name. Really long name. Comically long name. Steve Carell, family comedy. It's got a really long name. You might not even know this exists. It's called Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. I've probably heard of that before, but I wouldn't have it. Number, number four yet. is a spin-off from a horror franchise that actually stars the girlfriend from The Judge. Um, so there's like, they took one char- one scary character from these movies and they made a whole series about this scary character. Like a horror sc- films are... It's really- like a scary thing it's called Annabelle. God, Uh-oh. this is yeah. bad at October 2014. Jeez, yeah, where are all the... 2014 <sighs> had so many <sighs> Number films. Then number five is The Judge. I was the judge. Then number six is an a, like a Hitman movie with like a big star. It's like a shitty movie though. It's like a B movie. It's There's a sequel to it though. It's oh. like a shitty action movie with like a big middle-aged guy in it. It's like a big star middle-aged dude. Uh, he's like a good actor though. He's like an Oscar winner. Like a Liam Neeson film? It's like a Liam Neeson film but this guy's not Liam Neeson. Okay. But Liam Neeson could, could very easily be yes. Yeah. It's uh, like a Liam Neeson film that he's just not in. It's like an Oscar winner and he also does action movies and he has a gun on the poster and it has a pretty good name. Based on like a really old T V show from the seventies, I think. Oh shit. Okay, it's a black actor. Yeah. It's a black Oscar winning middle aged actor. There's literally only one person it could be. No, there's only one person it could be. Marshall's not middle aged. This guy's like in his sixties, fifties or sixties. Denzel. Denzel. The equalizer. The Equalizer is I, I the only... I don't o- care if you. The, the Equalizer is the only... It's more fun when you do it to me. The Equalizer you is... you know them all. Yeah, well, that's why it's fun. The equi- it's more fun when the person doesn't know them. Hey, I'm usually good at this. You are usually good at this. The Equalizer is the only film poster that was ever put up outside Maher's shop, opposite Enders. Oh, the yeah. At, on the ad thing. Oh, yeah. In six years of being in that school, they only once put up a film poster and it was for the Equalizer. <laughs> Number seven, I have no idea what Addicted is. Number eight is a young adult sci-fi thing. I don't know, you probably don't know what this is. It's not the Hungry Games. it's not Divergent, it's the other one. Maze Runner. Correct. Number nine <laughs> Number nine <laughs> is uh, stop motion animation. Uh it's actually very good. Um it's from the people who made like Caroline and Yeah and um, uh and Paranorman. bad is out so far now. Oh, the box trolls. No, I wouldn't have Number, gone, ten, never heard of that. number ten is um A movie called Left Behind with Nicolas Cage about the Rapture. Number 12 Mm -hmm. is a Marvel movie. Sounds fun. Uh, Marvel 24. Come on. These are easy to get. The Marvel movies are so easy to get. Is it a Thor? No. Is it an Avengers? No. Is it an Iron Man? No. Is it a Captain America? No. Is it a Spider Man? This is a good one. This is like one of the good ones. Is it one of the best ones? Ant Man? No. Doctor Strange. You don't have any sense of the dates, do you? this is guardians of the galaxy and number 13 I it, number 13 is this is where i leave you which has only been out for four weeks and is already at number 13. So okay big hit there as well Big hit there does so that make more money than the judge that's actually an excellent question i would imagine it did not because it does not start robert downey junior <laughs> um okay so the judge made 84. yeah uh this is where i leave you made 32. <laughs> what was the budget though uh oh it's budget was 20. So they basically they like, made the they, same... They basically profited, proportionally, yeah, they were they pretty, pretty much the same. But one of those... I mean, Robert Downey Jr. got paid 20 probably. So that's yeah. that's why the judge cost so much. Also, know. the judge looks very expensive. I mean, it has a lot of very ostentatious cinematography. I should mention that the lighting in it is just ridiculous. Like, yeah. every shot in it looks like Star Wars. Like, every single <laughs> close-up of somebody in a courtroom looks like it has the contrast turned up and the shadows are really rich. And it looks like it could be somebody standing in the fucking like Emperor's chamber in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. It's so expensive looking like it looks like a sci-fi film but it's set in a small it's a town premium courtroom film. it's a premium film i love the judge i wouldn't say i love it but i'm a big fan of the judge my judgment is good film <laughs> bang bang um we have to play the scientist by what do we the what do we this podcast don't we i sentence the judge to two seats. do we have anything else to say about the judge I thought I'd have I thought I'd be able to talk about it for an hour, but yeah. honestly it's it's kinda like a fun film to watch and to talk about. There's not much to say really. We described the plot. Yeah, we David Dobkin. Is there Is what's his next Are project? they all white people in it? There is not a single non-white person in the yeah. cast of this film. Well, that's Indiana, I guess. Not a single one. Does, uh Does it pass the Bechtel test? Does it pass the Bechtel test? Probably I, not. I wonder, is there a scene of the girlfriend and the daughter talking? Be, uh, something that you, can search, you can Google it. Like, there's a website. Oh, that's true. There is, actually. Yes, we need to make this a new thing on the podcast where we say if it passed the back test. There's like three Bechdel tests. Yeah, of course. The first one is it has to have two women with names. The second yeah. one is, it, is they have to have a conversation with each other. Not about a man. Uh, where are we going? We're, this is in 2019. How do I get to. No, just go back to the Google and Google the judge. Wait, 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 wait. It must be easy to find. Give me a sec. No, that is literally. You literally type it in and it comes up. Wait. Wait, wait, the judge. It definitely doesn't pass it, I know for sure. No, not in the slightest. There's no way it does. Oh my god. The Judge 2014 Bechdel. Movie passed two of three. Oh. A mother and a daughter talk briefly about a man. While a man is present. Mm. Fuck's sake. David, Two out of three. David Dobkin is currently... What's his next project? I'm interested in now. He is making the Eurovision movie. He was a producer on King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. And now he's... Eurovision? The, yes. It stars Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Pierce Brosnan, and Demi Lovato. It is a Netflix movie about Eurovision, where Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams play Icelandic Eurovision. Oh, is it, is it a comedy? Like, it's a comedy, Is yeah. it fucking Blades of Glory? Yes, again, it's type. Blades of Glory at Eurovision, and he's oh. directing that. Okay. His other film credits include... Um, Clay Pigeons, Shanghai Nights, Wedding Crashers, Fred Claws, uh, The Change Up, and The Judge. Those are all of his parts. RIPD. Who gave him money to make The Judge? No, he only produced that. Oh, one. Yeah. Who gave him money to make The Judge? I mean, he had an idea for it, I guess. Yeah. He also produced The Man. But, but I can't imagine cool. you'd dazzle like, a studio with the idea of The Judge. It's Robert Downey, he could get whatever he, whatever he wants made. Yeah. He's like. I don't know. That's all we have time have to, for. Yeah. Tune in again soon. Watch The Judge, I guess.
0: The The judge, judge. watch the judge, god damn it. secrets and ask me your questions oh, let's go back to the start running in circles coming up tails It's on the science apart nobody says such a shame for us to part nobody said it was easy no one ever said it would be this hard take me back to the start